At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, and we've got a tremendous show for you tonight as we've got a lot of baseball that is currently going down, and we've got some preseason games that are starting to go final. As a matter of fact, one did just wind up going final as the Las Vegas Raiders. They get the job done against the Miami Dolphins by kind of 15 to 13. Always throw caution as to some of these preseason results and not take too much out of the record. But that said, certainly a solid start for them. So we're going to be updating all these games as we go along. Take a look at what we've all been getting in terms of storylines from the preseason as well. We're actually, as a matter of fact, going to be doing that in 15 minutes. A little bit of a new segment here. Smoker Fire. We take a look at... What we've been seeing this preseason in terms of some headlines, and I'm going to tell you guys if there's something that is actually important or if it's just a whole bunch of noise, and we're going to be joined in about 90 minutes by Dwayne Kluge. He does a great job over at the Rampart Race and Sportsbook. He is the sports director over there. We're going to be getting his takeaways from what he's been seeing behind the counter as to how these preseason games have been bad, as we know. Totals in week one wound up going over, over, over. Things have been a little bit more proportional here in week number two as we've been seeing things wind up going downwards. If you really want to count the Hall of Fame game as season number one, you can. But I just consider that a little bit more of a one-off. But has been intriguing to take a look at a lot of the games that we've been getting today. So we're going to be talking to Dwayne about that. If any team has seen a little bit of smoke in terms of the futures market as well. And then we're going to be turning it forward taking a look at Sunday's MLB games as well. So we've got a lot on tap within the next three hours. And 
Matter of fact, one of those preseason games did just wind up going final. Kneel downs have been had. The Tennessee Titans, they wind up taking down the Tampa Bay Buccaneers by a count of 13-3. to Obviously, no Tom Brady in this one. He's been away from the team for the last week or so. And the Tennessee Titans, they wind up closing as a 3 to a 3 and a half point favorite. Mostly threes. We were able to see a couple straight three and a half, and the total of 38, which it opened up at 41 and a half, very safely winds going under the total. Right now we are in the closing seconds as well. In terms of this Jaguars and Pittsburgh Steelers game, it is currently 16 to 15. We've got about a minute left, so I'll let you know what winds up happening there. But we do have a game that is just getting set to get kicked off right now. That'd be the Dallas Cowboys and the LA Chargers. As it's a total that one of starting out right around 39 and a half. You're right now finding it anywhere between 36 half and a 37 and a half with the Chargers having the money pouring in on them. It is going to be a line of the Chargers being a five-point favorite. And big reason why is that you're not going to be seeing a whole heck of a lot of starters really from either team in this one. And all the starters that are going to be playing in this one, well, they are not going to wind up seeing a whole heck of a lot of playing time. As you know, this is a Chargers team that they are very much not a team that is necessarily putting a whole heck of a lot of stock into the preseason. The Dallas Cowboys know that Dak Prescott has a little bit of an injury concern, and it's one of those cases in which, by injury concern, I mean he wanted being just out for much of the 2020 campaign, so they don't want to be rolling any dices here, and it's one of those cases of which, if you're looking at an under, I think that this one would be relatively solid. We're not going to be seeing a whole bunch of wrinkles from either of these teams, and Mike McCarthy wound up pretty much just saying that preseason doesn't necessarily mean a whole heck of a lot to him. There were a lot of questions as to if he was making a lot out of the penalties that we've seen here in the early part of the preseason and going back to last year as well. And that's really the big concern that you got with the Dallas Cowboys. And he pretty much said, no, I am someone that during my childhood, he was the Green Bay Packers head coach. And I can tell you right now, he's not a guy that's really going to put a whole lot into it, even in his time with the Green Bay Packers. He would never really put out there the starters too much. I think five might wind up being a little bit too lofty here, but this is something that I would want absolutely no part of. I see exactly where the market is coming from in terms of taking a look at the under. That's probably the best thing that is on the board right now. I don't expect a whole lot of excitement out of this one as the Chargers, ironically enough, in their first preseason game did wind up seeing Easton Stick wind up having a couple of relatively solid drives for them. You did wind up seeing the Chargers be able to put some points up on the board, but I don't think that this is going to be a case in which we are going to be seeing a lot from the LA Chargers. So if anything, I'm going to be taking a look at an under, but this is something in which I'm not getting too involved in. And it's one of those cases in which if you're a fan of being able to take a look at the NFL just week in and week out, there's just two different approaches to it. I just do not wind up getting too much into the preseason. I'm more just taking a look at these games to be able to get more intel for the regular season. And there are edges to be had in terms of betting on the preseason. Just because you bet on preseason football doesn't mean that you're an air quotes here degenerate. The only time you will be is if you wind up putting like $5 so that way you can make the game a little bit more palatable. But there are certainly some edges that could be added in terms of preseason football. If you take a look at all the reports, you're taking a look at to a few hours before the kickoff as to who's all going to be starting, who's all going to be sitting. There's a way to be able to get some very good closing line value. So, I mean, there is a lot of value in it if you follow it very closely. There are many people that they just don't wind up following it very closely. And... 
I mean, it's hard to really blame them. It's just a case in which, for me, it's taking a look at these teams, trying to see if we wind up seeing some new formations, trying to see if there's a guy that winds up being a bust out and what to really make out of a guy that does wind up busting out because we remember many years ago, Victor Cruz was someone that was just way off the radar. He explodes for the New York Giants and lo and behold, he winds up catching a ball in the Super Bowl not too far afterwards. Meanwhile, you have other guys that they have tremendous preseasons and they wind up riding the bench. So there's two different ways of being able to take a look at that. So not necessarily sticking like a lot of suck into that as I'm a little bit more into baseball mode personally because you got a lot of games that are currently on the board. And if you did wind up betting on the Miami Marlins versus the LA Dodgers game, hopefully you wound up re-betting this if you were on the LA Dodgers because we did wind up seeing a little bit of a pitching change. It was supposed to be Braxton Garrett who was going to be getting the ball for the Miami Marlins. Instead, it is the young gun and Brian Hoying who wound up getting the third. And, well, Brian, Brian Hoying, no, not of relation to the gentleman that has been a backup quarterback for many, many years for the New England Patriots, among other teams. Well, he's currently getting destroyed. It's currently 4-0 to for the LA Dodgers. It is in the bottom of the third inning, and you've got a Miami Marlins team that has broken the three-run plateau once in the last 19 games, which essentially means that you are really behind the eight ball if you want to take the Miami Marlins in this spot. As a matter of fact, it is now 7-0 to for the LA Dodgers. You want to just having a home run for the LA Dodgers. I'll find you want to being able to crank that up. But I mean, it is just a bludgeoning right now from the LA Dodgers. And it's going to be interesting because tomorrow it's going to be Sandy Alcantara day for the Miami Marlins. I'll be breaking that down in hour number two as Will Smith wound up cranking out a deep ball in the first inning. And then we're trying to figure out, it looks like Justin Turner is the man that wound up just having a three run homer for the LA Dodgers. That is home run number nine of the season. So you want to take it a Justin Turner prop. It's looking very good for you. And I mean, honestly, if you took anything offense related for the LA Dodgers, it's looking very good for you. And Dustin May, he's a very intriguing part for the LA Dodgers because Walker Bueller is not going to be coming back this season. And if you don't look at Dustin May in the way that he was rehabbing at the AAA level, very, very, very good. He was averaging like 13 and a half strikeouts per nine innings. He's gotten through the first three innings, five punch outs. He's given up one hit. Now, this is pretty much a triple A triple a rehab assignment for him because he's going up guys against guys like Luan Diaz another one of the Incarnaciones is right now playing in the outfield for the Miami Marlins one of their top hitters is Nick Fortes it's not good to say the least for the Miami Marlins but seven to zero LA Dodgers right now all over the Miami Marlins at this point and also interesting to see what we wind up getting in terms of more of these playoff races as well, because the series in general that I think has the most playoff implications for this weekend in terms of the actual division, that would be this one between the White Sox and the Guardians. And currently we've got no score through four innings. This was a game that was delayed a little bit by a rain delay and Shane Bieber. Well, he's got a fever for getting guys out four scoreless signings out of him. And thus far, Johnny Cueto has been able to live up to the billing as well. Both guys have given up just one hit. So we are looking at a live total that is starting to plummet. And I always do on the show like to give out one or two things I do like in game. Certainly this is a case in which we are seeing this total. It wound up closing right around seven, seven and a half. It wound up going downward. And right now we're seeing a live total of a four and a half. I don't know if I would necessarily want to nibble on the over in this spot when it comes to what we're taking a look at live. I do think that you could wind up having a little bit of live value here in this Washington Nationals versus San Diego Padres game. 
The Padres have come up snake eyes in each out of the first three innings. They got six men on base, and they made like your buddy at the bar, and they could not close out any of those three times right now. It is one to zero in favor of the Washington Nationals. We're in the bottom of the fourth inning. Live total of a five and a half. I would honestly be taking a look at this over. Josiah Gray is right now on the bump for the Washington Nationals. He's already got his pitch count elevated. It's right now hovering right around 77. He leads the big leagues in terms of home runs surrendered in terms of 30. And for the Washington Nationals, they've had to dive into their bullpen quite a bit. And their bullpen is not necessarily good. You've got Steve Ciszek out there. You've also got someone like a Carl Edwards Jr. is one of your more trustworthy guys. It's not necessarily a great bullpen. And for the San Diego Padres, well, you know that you're not going to be getting Josh Hader, but their bullpen in general, it's not too great either. So I'd be taking a look at a little bit of a live over as well. And then got a little bit of an interesting situation happening in Arizona. There was a lot of scoring early. I believe that Albert Pujols already has a home run in this game. Four to four is your count. It is currently in the top of the sixth inning with a man on first. And currently you've got Austin Kinsner, who is up there trying to be able to help out the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. They've been dealing with a few injuries, so they've been going with some funky bunch lineups. So we shall see how this one winds up playing out. And typically you don't wind up finding a live total of a 7.5 on course, but that's what we've got between the San Francisco Giants and the Colorado Rockies. And if you're looking at the live over of a 7.5, you're getting plus 130 juice on it. Might not be the worst look there. We shall see what winds up happening in these next few ABs before I give out anything, but I'll be taking a look at that. And coming up next, we're going to be taking a look at some preseason headlines that we've been finding in the NFL. And I'm going to tell you if there's any merit to it or if it's just a lot of noise. That's up next right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut. Every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born at a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete for free for cash all season long. Enter into weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head on over to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to dive in on the action. Blue Moon, made brighter, 21 years or older terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And as per usual, please do drink responsibly as it is a Greg Peterson experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. And a little bit of a pitching change in the Giants versus Rockies game. 
I was talking about a little bit earlier was trying to find you guys a little bit of value live right now that total is sitting at seven and a half and didn't decide to take a look there but where I'm really taking a look at we've got a zero zero game between the White Sox and the Guardians but this live total has fallen to three and a half it's a case of which Johnny Cueto and Shane Bieber they have been dealing thus far but I have no faith whatsoever in this White Sox bullpen we saw what wound up happening yesterday where Tony La Russa wound up in a situation in which it was a one-two count to Oscar Gonzalez because we all know how big of a masher Oscar Gonzalez is. One-two count, two outs. He gave an intentional walk. That was absolutely ridiculous. The White Sox did not wind up feeling the wrath of some sort of a grand slam. I do think that they're doing for a little bit of pad mojo here there, but also with the Guardians. They've been having a relatively solid time with their bullpen, but they do a good job of just being a reach base in general. You've got a White Sox team that they lead the big leagues in terms of batting average on the road as well. So I think we went down a little bit too low here at a live three and a half. I like that over personally, along with the live over in terms of Nationals versus Padres. So we shall see how those wind up turning out. Just like we shall see what winds up happening, turning out during the NFL season as Right now, there's a lot of hubbub that is happening during the season, and maybe ought to play a little bit of smoke and fire right now. This is just one of these cases where if there is cause for concern with this headline, I'm going to say that it's fire. If it's just something that's being blown out of proportion, it is smoke. That is the way that this is going to be going along. My wonderful producer, Brian Ortega, is the mastermind behind this, and I think that it's a good idea, so let's dive into it and start with my home state of Wisconsin, Aaron Rodgers. He is apparently unhappy with the young wide receivers. I believe that we've got a little bit of audio to go along with this and Aaron Rodgers talking about that. So let's roll it. The young guys, you know, they got to, especially young receivers, we got to be way more consistent. You know, a lot of, a lot of drops, a lot of, uh, you know, bad route decisions, run the wrong route. So we got to, we got to get better in that area. But I felt like the line, for the most part, held up pretty good, which was which was good to see. This is clearly smoke, in my opinion. I mean, you wind up losing Devontae Adams. Did we really think that the Packers wide receiver core was going to get better? And I mean, on top of that as well, you also lose Marquez Valdez-Scanling. We are all talking about the fact that Devontae Adams is on the fold. Marcus Valdez-Scanling is a pretty good wide receiver himself, so you've got a lot of young guys coupled with Randall Cobb that is trying to piecemeal this together. Is anyone surprised that the wide receiver core is struggling just a little bit? I don't think so, and you listen to a lot of guys that used to be in the league because I know that there was a lot made that the wide receivers wound up meeting with the quarterbacks. I think that they wanted joining the quarterback room. This happens all the time in the NFL. This is really not too much of a story. This is Aaron Rodgers trying to get the most out of his team. He wanted going a little bit more public with this one. So this is a case in which I think that it's a lot of smoke. Now, if you wind up seeing a week number, I would say three, the wide receivers not being able to get on the same page, then I think that there's a little bit of fire because the Packers notoriously are a team that they wind up getting off to a little bit of a slow start. Look no further than week number one when they wound up playing against the New Orleans Saints and they wound up getting completely tattooed. Aaron Rodgers looked like a guy that had been in Hawaii for a long time and had not been practicing football. The sky was apparently falling after week number one. Lo and behold, the Packers wind up being able to make the playoffs. They wind up being able to get home field advantage, what they weren't able to take advantage of. And then, yeah, 
you wind up seeing that all wind up going down. So I don't make a whole lot out of it. We know that the Green Bay Packers wide receiver core is going to be a little bit of a work in progress and that they still have Aaron Rodgers, one of the best quarterbacks on the face of planet Earth. So it is smoke in my opinion. How about if we wind up going with our next one with another quarterback situation that is going on, obviously, with regards to the first quarterback situation, that's Rodgers trying to fire up his wide receivers. This one more in regards to who we're going to be seeing as a starter, as we know the CLC Hawks, not necessarily the world's greatest ordeal there, but Pete Carroll says that Geno Smith is QB number one, and this was before Drew Locke wound up having his COVID diagnosis. So the question is, is this smoke? Is this fire? And, well, when you just take a look at the ordeal, I think it depends upon what sort of lens you're taking a look at this from. If you are taking a look at the Seattle Seahawks as a whole, it is smoke because no matter if it's Geno Smith or if it's Drew Locke, this team is going to be bad. And this team is going to be really bad. I don't think that they're going to be Atlanta Falcons bad. I think that the Falcons are going to have the worst record in the NFL. I think that the Seattle Seahawks are going to be right there, though. I think that they're a bottom three team. It's a case of which, no matter who you wind up having out there, it's not a great situation. So if you are taking a look at a player prop of, say, Geno Smith, if you're taking a look at a player prop of Drew Locke over under in terms of yards, touchdowns for the season, what have you, if you're drafting in fantasy football leagues and you really need a quarterback because if you're in like a standard 12-team league, you really shouldn't be considering any of these guys. But I know that there are some very, very deep leagues where it's like you've got 15-plus teams and everyone needs to have like two starting quarterbacks or something like that. So you get some of those funky bunch leagues. Yeah, then it might wind up being a little bit more of an ordeal. So it depends upon the situation. Either way, with regards to Seattle Seahawks, if you're taking a look at a season win total, something like that, I don't make too much out of it. Where I'd be really making a little bit more out of it is by watching these guys trying to be able to to decipher what you're going to be able to get out of them. That will determine how you should be able to play their total in terms of week number one against the Denver Broncos. So that's the way that I'd be taking a look at it. It's smoke if you're taking a look at a season win total. It's fire if you're taking a look at these guys individually. If you're taking a look at some props and honestly, even a little bit more of just what to expect out of the offense in general, because this could affect what you wind up getting out of Rashad Penny, who wound up really coming on strong towards back half of the season as well. So this is one of those where it's fire in some circumstances. Overall, for the team, it's smoke just because either way, this team is not going to be very good. I don't think that either of these guys winds up moving the season win total up or down at all. So that's where I'm feeling about them. And then how about if we wind up going to number three? And I can't believe we are talking about this right now. Tom Brady in the mass Singer rumor. This is according to a Benjamin Albright tweet that, according to sources with direct knowledge between Tom Brady and the mass Singer, that the timeout theory that has been circulating around the grapevine of Twitter, because we all know that everything that gets posted on Twitter, it certainly is true. Well, apparently it was false and things were fun while it lasted. Yeah, this is about as much smoke as smoke gets. Now, if it does wind up being a case which Tom Brady is dealing with something that is very serious with his family and everything like that, it's very unfortunate you just from a humanity standpoint, wish him absolutely nothing but the best if that is the ideal because 
nobody should wind up having to deal with family issues. We don't want people to be having to step away for things of that nature. So you just hope for Tom Brady, whether you love the guy, whether you hate the guy, that everything is okay on that front and that like nobody's in serious condition or anything like that. Because I do know that he has had his mother and father wind up having a few health issues over the last few years. So you just hope that everything is all good on that front. But with that said, it's a case where Tom Brady knows how to prepare the way that he winds up getting set for a season is second to none. We wound up seeing it during the COVID year in which Tom Brady was dealing with a bunch of new teammates for the first time in like 20 plus years. He was able to not only lead the team to the Super Bowl, but be able to win it. And with Tom Brady teams, what I do notice with them as well is that typically they are going to take a loss or two that they probably shouldn't towards the beginning part of the season. We all remember the good old phrase that Bill Belichick wound up saying, we're on to Cincinnati. That's because they wound up having a very bad and unfortunate loss to begin the season. You go back to that Super Bowl year, they wound up taking that absolutely horrific loss to the New Orleans Saints. First few games of the season, there were people speculating as to whether or not the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were going to be able to make the playoffs. They wind up being able to make that scorched earth run. Last year, it was a little bit more stable because the guys had been around each other a little bit more so. I do think that taking a look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, it might be a little bit rough for them to start out the season, whether or not Tom Brady winds up getting back immediately or not, because just take a look at those first four games. They're at Dallas. They're at the New Orleans Saints, who are going to be good this year, by the way. I like them to be able to make the playoffs. I like them over their season win total. And then they have to play at home against the Green Bay Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs. From there, it becomes a little bit more easy street. So I could see a scenario in which the Buccaneers wind up losing a few games. We blow it all out of proportion. It's not going to be because he was slash was not on the mass Singer. So I think that there's a lot of smoke there. But where there is a lot to be able to be had is teams that are going to win the most and the fewest games in the NFL. I'll be breaking that down next right here on VSIN Esports Bank Network. Experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Pocket cash with popular picks. Join Levi's 501 Pop Culture Pools for free and answer questions for a shot to win a share of $10,000 in total cash prizes. Head on over to DraftKings.com/slash Levi's now to get in on the action. Levi's. Buy better, wear longer. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. As it is a great Peterson experience right here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. And I was having a little bit of a conversation with our wonderful producer, Brian, and all the people behind the scenes. They are the best in the business. You've got Mikhail Miranda, who whenever we wind up having a Formula One race on tap, he always joins me on the desk. He is my audio engineer, does an amazing job there. You've got Nick. He does a great job with all the graphics that you see on the screen. And Brendan, he does a lot of great remote work for us as well. Oliver, he posts up all the podcasts from every single show. No matter if you like this show, follow the money and numbers game, VEASAN Bet Center, list goes on and on. VEASAN.com slash podcast to download every single hour of what we do live in audio form. So you've got you guys all covered there. And then you've got my wonderful producer, Brian. And we were talking about this a little bit off air in that Right now, we've got the Padres versus the Nationals game with a count of 1-0. to zero. It is in the top of the fifth inning. I like this live total over. I, at the very least, did like it before while I was at 5.5, and, and now it's dropping like a rock because the San Diego Padres can't get out of their own way. They've literally, in four innings, 
against Josiah Gray, who's given up 30 home runs this season, which is by far the most out there in the big leagues. They've come up snake eyes. They've surrounded nine men on base thus far, and I was talking about this with our good friend Brian and that one position player doesn't wind up making too much of a difference because you could wind up having insert position player here. In this case, we're talking about Juan Soto, who won the Padres, Juan trading for. You could have Juan Soto have the world's greatest game. He could wind up going for for four for four home runs. But if the pitcher on the mound stinks, it's not going to do a whole heck of a lot of good. And we were getting into the debate as to whether or not a pitcher or a position player can wind up making a bigger difference. I am actually of the belief here that it's honestly being able to pick up a top flight starting pitcher that's bigger than picking up a guy like Juan Soto. I might be out on a little bit of an island like this. And if you've got your thoughts at you in an earnest one, if you think that I'm right, if you think that I'm a moron, I am here for both sides of the argument. But with that said, the reason why I take a look at the pitcher being more impactful is take a look at the man that's going to be going on Sunday for the Miami Marlins, Sandy Alcantara. He has been able to pitch north of 180 innings, and what the pitcher winds up being able to do also sets up future days. Because with Sandy Alcantara, he's won seven plus innings in 16 of the team's 18 games, despite the fact that the offense has been horrible. And I mean horrible for the Miami Marlins, having scored three runs or fewer in 17 out of their last 18 games, most likely going to become 18 out of their last 19. There's getting shut out right now in the fifth inning against the LA Dodgers. It's not looking great for them. He gives them a chance to win as long as they could just wind up putting up one, maybe two runs because he is just that dominant. Meanwhile, with a position player, yeah, you can have someone be able to make a big impact out there in the field. I think that Mookie Betts is exhibit A of this. He does a great job being able to make some spectacular catches. He's able to move the line, being able to get on base at the leadoff spot. He's got 25-plus home runs, but then on top of that, he's able to steal some bases, get guys in motion. So, I mean, he does a great job as being that classic, and we always like to use the term five-tool player. But with that said, unless if you wind up having someone that is just supreme in pretty much all aspects of this, I would always wind up going with the pitcher just because when you have a starting pitcher that's able to go deep, that saves the bullpen for future days, and especially if you wind up having a dominant closer, which unfortunately the Miami Marlins, they do not. They had Anthony Bass, who was able to do a relatively solid job with a sub-2 ERA before they shipped him off at the trade deadline. If you know that you're not going to need to use up Anthony Bass on that day, and you're able to save it for a situation in which insert your jabroni starter here winds up all of a sudden being able to give a good start and you need someone to be able to close out the ninth inning because he didn't wind up having to pitch at Sandy Alcantara start the night before, boom, you're able to utilize him as well. So it winds up having a big effect, in my opinion. And looking at these starting pitchers and looking at who's in the bullpen, it is so paramount because a reason why I wound up actually upgrading the San Diego Padres in this game against the Washington Nationals tonight, I wound up taking the plus price with the Nationals still, but I did wind up giving the Padres a little bit of boosts because... We wound up seeing Josh Hader get used up each of the last few days. He wound up getting used up yesterday. Winds up giving up that bomb over the last 15 appearances that he has made dating back to his time with the Milwaukee Bears. And I'm not even kidding when I come up with this number. He's got an ERA north of a 14.6. Yeah, that is a liability out there in the bullpen. Meanwhile, if you take a look at some of the other guys on the team, like a Luis Garcia and about Crispin, now that... You wind up having Josh Hader knocked out of the game. You can expect to maybe see one of those guys 
you feel a little bit better about them. So pitching always so paramount, and I do think that there is a premium on it. There's always something to take a look at the game of football as well and taking a look at the best and the worst teams in the league. And there's just as much money to be able to be made looking at a good fade as you are a good success story. And there's more and more markets for being able to maximize fades because obviously you can make a little bit more off of a odds to be able to win the Super Bowl bet rather than just being able to take a look at teams that they don't wind up being able to win the Super Bowl because there aren't too many futures for a team wind up going 5-13 and 13 when you expect them to get 7 wins. You've got season win totals, but you aren't able to get that nice like 20-1 to 1 shot like you were able to a few years ago with the Philadelphia Eagles. But now we've got more options for this market as well because with DraftKings, you're able to bet on the team with the worst record in the NFL. And I wound up touching upon this very briefly in the last segment, but you take a look at the odds board right now in terms of this. The Houston Texans, currently they are clocking in at number one. It is not a good situation there as you're currently finding them at plus 300. The Atlanta Falcons are number two. They're plus 350. From there, you got the Jets at plus 650. The Bears at 8-1. to one, The Seahawks at 8-1. to one, And then from there, it winds up getting a little bit more lofty. 10-1 to one are the Panthers. 11-1 to one are the Jaguars. Why the Raiders are even 40-1 to one on this list, I'm not sure, but there they are. The Cardinals and the Browns are at 30-1, to 1, and this is just fewest wins in total. You've got the Washington Commanders at 25-1, to 1, Steelers at 20-1, to 1, and then Giants and Lions both between 12 and 14-1. to 1. And the team that I think really provides the most value is the Atlanta Falcons. Among all the teams that were, shall we say, super bad last season, they're the only one that got markedly worse other than the Seattle Seahawks, which I think that was just a circumstance in which injury wound up having them be just out of the fold in general. Now you're dealing with whether or not Geno Smith or you wind up having Drew Locke be the starter for them as they're looking to put on for their city. But at the very least with the Seattle Seahawks, even though it's not the Legion of Boom defense, I think that you've got a little bit more defense than with this Atlanta Falcons team. As for the Falcons, I mean, the offense is going to be brutal. I've got no faith in Marcus Mariota. If at some point they go to Desmond Ritter, he does not look ready to be able to command an NFL offense. The running back position, Cordell Patterson is a converted kickoff returner that they've had to turn into a running back. You really don't have anyone to throw to other than Kyle Pitts. The offensive line, I will say, is certainly not the worst in the league, but that's the team I'd be taking a look at because with the Atlanta Falcons and along with that, the other short shot, you do wind up having a few opportunities for wins with the Houston Texans because they're in the same division as the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think that those two teams are relatively on the same, shall we say, trajectory. They're both bad teams, but I do think that they're going to get a little bit better. They both hired on veteran coaches, coaches that know a lot about the NFC North, to say the least. Lovey Smith wound up coaching for a very long time with the Bears, and then you wound up having Mr. Peterson over there with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hey, he actually was Brett Favre's backup for many, many years with the Green Bay Packers, so I do think that these guys are going to come in they're going to be able to do a good job of being able to help out their teams. And I just take a look at that dynamic between the Arizona, or not the Arizona Cardinals, but the Atlanta Falcons and the Carolina Panthers. And I do think that the Carolina Panthers, despite the fact that they don't have any clue who their starting quarterback is going to be at this point, I think it's going to be Baker Mayfield. But if they wind up going with Sam Darnold, I would not be overly surprised on that front either. And Honestly, I think the best bet is that at some point, both of those guys wind up getting a few starts because I do think that it's going to be a rough year. And 
when one guy winds up struggling, you wind up putting in whoever does not wind up starting the season. I don't see a situation where either guy winds up getting 14 plus starts this season. I think that it's going to be a little bit of a revolving door, but I still think that with having back Christian McCaffrey, if he's able to stay healthy, which that's a big if because that has not been happening in the last few seasons, they have a little bit of something there. And then the defense, it certainly is significantly better than that of the Atlanta Falcons. No faith in either of the quarterbacks. No faith in the defense. I think that it is going to be a very, very rough season. And, and I do think that is intriguing to take a look at some of those teams that you do wind up seeing on the list. Because, I mean, honestly, with the Texans, the team that is a short shot, I could see a few wins for them. Davis Mills is perhaps one of the best second-year quarterbacks out there. I think that he's going to be able to do a nice job of being able to take some strides forward. I do think that with bringing in Lovey Smith, someone who you know he wants to win, he's going to be able to bring a little bit of tenacity. These guys are going to fight hard for him. So I do think that it's a case in which your best value, it is the Atlanta Falcons. And coming in next, we got to take a look at a little bit more value here on the MOB board, and we shall be doing that next right here on VEASAN Esports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, Every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. As you guys know, the VSN College Football Guide is out right now, and our NFL Guide it is dropping next week. Our experts are going to be providing profiles with every single team with trends, power rankings, and over/under recommendations. Plus. Best bets on season win totals, division finishes, player awards, and much more. The only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is by becoming a VEASAN all-access subscriber. So sign up for a discounted football special and get access to everything that we do. Now through the Super Bowl, and it's just $175. On the way, you're going to get a college basketball betting guide with that as well, or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to Visa.com slash subscribe for all your options and become a part of the Sports Betting Network as it is a Greg Peterson experience right here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. And by the way, all those folks that they wind up doing a great job with those two football betting guys, it's absolutely amazing. And just behind the scenes, because I do a lot with regards to our college basketball betting guide, I can tell you right now, 
There's a lot of work that winds up going into those. Steve Mackinnon does a great job with all of his trends in terms of both the college and the pro football guides. He's going to be doing that with regards to college basketball guide. And I mean, right now, I've been working on the college basketball guide for like two months. We're up to the Furman Paladins who I wanted writing up yesterday. We're getting set to write up Western Carolina tonight. So there's a lot of work that goes into these. We work on them all year round. They are some of the best tools that you're going to be able to get for sports betting. Whether you're taking a look at things from trans standpoint, guys that want up leaving their team, guys that are coming in, the impact that they're going to be able to make, what we've seen historically from some of these coaches' list goes on and on. So, I mean, there is no better tool out there for you to get set for an upcoming season rather than a betting guide, whether it be for college basketball, whether it be for college football, NFL, NBA, list goes on and on. We got you guys covered with all of them. And something else that we've got covered is taking a look at what's happening here in the Saturday Night Baseball slate and ding dong, the witch is dead. The San Diego Padres wind up scoring a run. Josiah Gray gives up his 31st home run of the season as going deep it was Mr. Josh Bell. It is one to one after five innings. And if anyone wound up taking a first five over with this one, I just feel for you. The Padres wind up leaving nine men on base and the Washington Nationals have left five. 14 men stranded on base in the first five innings. If you wound up having a first five, I've got to think that this was a first five total that was hovering right in the neighborhood of about a four. So that's just ugly right there. Right now, the live total is a five and a half. I was, I was in on this over when it was at a five and a half. So we've seen it move just a little bit. I would have been able to get a little bit more of a plus price if I held out. I was thinking, oh boy, with all these guys getting on base, we're bound to be able to get a little bit more of something. Thus far, it is not wind up coming to fruition and yep the first five total it was a four so boy it is relatively rough out there and if you are a backer of the san francisco giants this is going to be rough unless if you wind up getting a little bit of lightning in a bottle it is in the top of the ninth inning the colorado rockies are looking to close this one out by kind of three to two looks like you now have a duck on the pond as tommy lasell winds up getting a single to be able to extend this one so we shall see what winds up happening here as the colorado rockies one of closing anywhere between about a plus 150 to a plus 160 on this one. So we're going to get you guys all up to date there. As we also did wind up seeing the Mets and the Phillies game two of that double dip wind up going final. David Peterson, the man with the last name Peterson, unable to come through for us. We still love him. But with that said, the New York Mets, they wind up splitting their double dip with the Philadelphia Phillies. Four to one as Bailey Falter and the bullpen were able to do a very solid job for the Philadelphia Phillies in this one, this after the New York Mets were able to put up eight in a game started by Zach Whelan and Deal and Wheeler. So we wound up seeing those two teams wind up being able to split their series or split their double header. And we do have a game that is now in the bottom of the 10th inning. Astros wind up plating a run in the top of the 10th inning. So it is currently three to two. Looks like we've got Hector Neris on the mound for the Houston Astros. Currently there is an out and a man on second base. So, we shall see if the Atlanta Braves are able to come through here. For those with a Spencer Strider strikeout prop, he winds up punching out nine. Six innings gives up one run. Christian Javier, he punched out eight in his six innings. And since then, bullpens have been relatively stable. So we shall see what winds up happening in terms of this one as the Astros actually wound up playing two runs. Correction in the 10th inning as this was a game that was 1-1 going into the top of the 10th. So going to be taking a look there. And we're going to be taking a look coming up in our number two and our number three as to what we're going to be getting on the MLB board for Sunday as well. And what I'm noticing for Sunday is 
you take a look at the front runners for the American League Cy Young Award, a lot of these guys are going to be on the mound. You take a look at the current running for the American League Cy Young Award, Justin Verlander, he's right now clocking in as a favorite, right around a minus 190-ish in a lot of spots, give or take a little bit, always do shop around when it comes to these props, but he's at a minus 190, he's not going to be going on Sunday, but the man that is number two and the man that is just behind him, Dylan Cease, he's going to be on the mound. Shoy Otani, who's now falling to 35-1, to he's on the mound. Alec Minot's 45-1, to he's on the mound. Nestor Cortez, who's 100-1, to he is going to be on the mound. So you've really got the aces that are out. And this American League Cy Young hunt, it is still very, very alive, in my opinion. Justin Verlander and Dylan Cease, I would say neither guy wound up doing a whole heck of a lot to help flash hurt their cause when they wound up hooking up in Chicago, I believe it was on Tuesday, as both guys wound up giving up three-plus runs in that start. It was one of those strange circumstances in which you wind up getting two aces, and both guys wound up coming up a little bit of stink eyes in that one. And Garrett Cole at 125 to 1 in terms of odds to be able to win the Cy Young, that's via Bet Rivers. You don't want to be making that donation. Garrett Cole has not been worthy of being able to get a Cy Young award, especially with what we wound up seeing in this series against the Toronto Blue Jays as the New York Yankees, they wind up going down in a fiery heat by a count of 5-2 on Saturday. And now for the New York Yankees, by the way, you're looking at what's really going wrong for them. Three runs or fewer in nine out of the last 10 games. This is a Yankees offense that they just have no idea how to hit right now. It's been one of the most remarkable things I've seen all baseball season because if, yeah, because if you were thinking that the Yankees were going to regress a little bit, you were certainly thinking that it was going to be the man that is going on Sunday in Nestor Cortez. You're figuring James to die on it, die on it, sound is too terrific. The bullpen, which they've regressed a little bit as well. Clay Holmes currently being on the injury list. That hurts him a little bit, but you're still a top four team in terms of bullpen ERA overall for the season. But the one thing you really didn't expect is the Yankees in August. You expected a little bit more in October, maybe late September, where the ball isn't flying as much. But for the Yankees in like mid to early August to wind up having their offense go just straight down the toilet bowl when it's very, very hot. The ball is flying out for them to be struggling with their offense like this. That is an upset in and of itself, but that's a discussion for another day. But I really do think that this American League Cy Young race, it is very interesting. And I do think that a lot of it is going to be reliant upon what we do wind up seeing on Sunday because Dylan Cease has absolutely magnificent numbers and where Dylan Cease has really been able to make his hay has ironically enough been on the road. If you take a look at Dylan Cease, he's got an ERA that's about a point higher at home rather than on the road. He has been absolutely dealing when he's been on the road and really in both locations. He has been able to do a nice job in terms of the strikeouts, a little bit over 11 half punch outs per nine innings. Big thing for him has always been length just because he does wind up giving up right around three and a half-ish walks per nine innings. But if he's able to deliver a dazzler of a start on Sunday, that is going to go a long way because... This is a very, very lively and active American League Central hunt as well because coming into today, you did wind up seeing the Cleveland Guardians on top in terms of the AL Central. And I mean, right now, the Minnesota Twins, they're currently trailing by kind of three to two in a game that's in the top of the 10th inning against the Texas Rangers. So a team that's currently in front of the White Sox, currently having their struggles, that could wind up going a long way as well, along with obviously what they're doing here tonight as Currently, the White Sox up by kind of 1-0. to zero. That is a game that is in the seventh inning in Cleveland. So we shall see what winds up happening there. But as it sits right now with those games pending, 
You've got the White Sox are currently three and a half games back of the Cleveland Guardians. They're not completely out of it in terms of the wild card hunt as well. Keep that in mind because we have seen the teams out there in the AL East just, for lack of a better term, cannibalize themselves when you wind up having every single team in the East be 60 and 61 or better. Well, there's a lot of wins to go around. There's a lot of losses to go around as well. And with the New York Yankees falling back to the pack a little bit, it has caused for just some very intriguing results, to say the least, out there as well. But I do think that Dylan Cease, he does have still a little bit of value, but I do think that the boat has been missing. Honestly, if Shane McClanahan is able to come up with a couple of good starts, because the reason why his odds have just fallen completely off the table is because over his last we're going to call it two out of his last three starts. He wound up giving up three plus runs. If he's able to re, he's if he's able to be able to recapture that form, and he still has tremendous numbers for the year. If I'm looking anywhere, nine to one at Jay McClanahan, I do think that there's good value. I just can't look at anything below that. Joey Otani hasn't pitched enough innings. Alec Manoa has been going into the tailspin a little bit as well. So Shane McClanahan, nine to one. I do think that is an intriguing look. And what else is an intriguing look is. The man that I think is going to win the National League Cy Young. We're going to preview his game next right here on VEASAN Esports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.